what his boundaries are. And we don't overstep our boundaries. When you overstep your boundaries, wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is The Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. Shalom to everyone. As I come across to my attention, an amazing idea that I thought was very simple and I didn't think there was so much one can learn from it. But after toiling within this topic, I realized it is a game changer, as they say. And I want to share it with you. In this week's parasha, we start a new chumash, Baruch Hashem, parashas Bamidbal. It talks about the importance of ensuring we have a structured dwelling with our tents. As it says in Perik Beis, ensure that each camp is divided by the tribe, the Shebet. I'll say the translation, the children of Israel shall encamp each man at his division according to the signs of their father's house at a distance surrounding the tent of meeting shall they encamp. And it goes on further details exactly where each Shevet should be dwelling, etc. And for me, the question was begging itself. As we know, the Torah is not just a history book. HaKadosh Buch created the Torah. And, and he looked into the Torah, and based on that, he created the world. So obviously, it's something very imperative in everything that is spoken in the Torah. Chas Rishon to say, it's just a history book. So what is this lesson? What does it tell us? What's behind the scenes? It's not the only time you see that the Torah goes into details about who does what and whose responsibility is what. You see that also in the Levim when they carry the vessels of the Mishkan from one place to another. So what's going on over here? So I searched the Baruch Hashem. I found an amazing Rav Kotler in the Sefer, Mishnas Aroin. And he said that the truth be told, there's a very fundamental concept hidden behind the scenes over there, over here. And that is... Everything that has to do with holiness and our avoida, getting closer to Kadesh Buhu, requires Seder. Seder being organized. It is a basic infrastructure, fundamental concept in order to be able to be metzliach in what life is all about, and that is getting close to Hashem, working on our midos, etc. By the way, we see a similar thing in the days that we are holding in right now, Sfir Soimer. Sfir Soimer is incredibly structured. If you look carefully, you will see, we all know, there's 10 Sfiris. Right now, we're working on 7 out of the 10, 7 Sfiris. Hence, there are 7 weeks between when we started to count Sfir Soimer from Pesach until Shavuos. And each 7, because each Sfira, when you click on that Sfira, then you have another sphere, because each sphere is built of the seven. So you have from Chesed till Malchus, Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes, Netzach, Hoid, Yesoid, Malchus, and each one is also comprised of those seven, seven times seven, 49. And that is how we work our way up to rectify each sphere to make sure we're ready for the Helige day coming up next week, in Yotze Hashem, for Shavuos, Chag Matan Torateinu. And you see that everything is very, very structured. And that is very important. Why? Because only when one person is structured and organized, he is a clickable to get the Torah. And that is what we're working on right now, to be organized, to ensure from all perspectives, we are ready to get the, to receive the Torah. Just in brackets, I want to ensure everyone knows this, 
there's really 10 spheres, not 7. And hence, what we worked on is 7 times 7, which is 49. But on Shavuos day, whoever has been exposed to Reb Chaim Vital's writings of the Helege, the Arizal, then the other spheres that we still have remaining to work on, which is actually Keter, Chochma, and Bina, all that is we work on during Shavuos. That is how we rectify the remaining spheres during Shavuos. Close brackets. Getting back to us, we know the Pasuk says, Vayichan sham Yisrael neged ahar. That's in Shmois Yutes. Say Chazal nemechilta, it's brought by Rashi on the spot. Ke'ish echad belev echad. A very famous Midrash that we were there like one person, because it says it in singular form. Vayichan sham, we dwelled. Ready for to receive the Torah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We were all united, amazing, everyone loves. Achdus, that's what it's all about. Unity. And hence, we were, it seems like there's an underlying concept over here. Says Rav Kotler Zatzal. What is the idea of being united? The idea is that we reach the high level of peace, of shalom. As we know, the Torah, it says about the Torah that the ways of Torah are shalom. It says, The ways of the Torah are very pleasant. And also the ways of the Torah are shalom. Now shalom literally means peace. This is a pasuk in Mishlei. But really, says Reb Aaron that the Deeper understanding of Shalom, it comes from the word Shleimut, Shleimus, which we already spoke about in previous weeks, completion. How can you reach completion as a nation? That can only be done when everyone understands, everyone understands what his boundaries are. I understand that this is my purpose in life, and that's his purpose, and we don't overstep our boundaries. When you overstep your boundaries, that's when you have a problem of machloikis, which is horrible. But when you understand that that's my tafkid, and that's his tafkid, and we work in unison, as in harmony, that's unbelievable. Then you can reach perfection. And we want to be like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we said a couple weeks ago, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Echad, He is perfection. And we want to strive to get as close as we can to perfection. That's the idea of Shalom. And that's why Shalom is such an amazing thing. You can have a whole shir just, just on Shalom. And that's what we strive for. And that is what we're working on. Working on ensuring that we perfect ourselves, but it all starts from being organized and working on all the spheres. And when you're organized, you can be ready to, to receive the Torah. Being organized can be on a personal level and it can also be, of course, on a communal level, on, an, on a nation level, as Bnei Israel did getting ready to receive the Torah. It reminds me, this idea of being organized and everyone understanding their boundaries, Lahavdil Elif Avdalos, someone I was very close to in my childhood when I was in... Uh, in yeshiva growing up, yeshiva in high school, and many of my friends that are listening to this Tvar Toya, hopefully, yeshiva Sorchaim, then I played for the basketball team for four years straight, and at the beginning, I think actually all, almost all the four, three years out of the four, our coach was someone by the name of a very close friend of mine, I have to get in touch with him, again, Jeff Dorfman, and and his, he really helped me realize this idea that I'm speaking about right now. And I will explain. There were times we stepped on the court and we were playing a game against all kinds of teams out there. 
And if you looked at them one by one, there was no doubt about it on paper. They were way better than our team, way better. But our coach, Rabbi Yaakov Dorfman, he always told us, don't, don't get worried. So what if they look better? You're going to work together as a team. When you work together as a team, it's a totally different ballgame. As we know, the famous saying, the whole is more than the sum of the parts. And that is exactly what happened when you're organized and you have plays and everyone knows what they're in charge of. It made a big difference. And you see that in the armies out there and you see that in everything. Why? Because the DNA of the world is that things work well when you have structure, when you have, when you're organized. The Chazal tell us the person, the more Mesudar he is, the bigger of a person he is. Why? Because then you're a better kibul, a vessel to get the Torah. You're able to be better in your Avoida Sashem. And that makes a big difference. And you see this idea of unity, of structure in the world everywhere you look. Everywhere you look, you see it. I'll tell you another story. One of my rabbeim over here, he lives across the street from me, Rav Davidovich, is, in, is the Rav of, of Akilas Hasidim. I'm not a part of that Kehillah, but I'm very close to Rav Davidovich Lita. And I told him once we were learning Chovas Levavos and the Rambam, and they all say it's so important to look around you, look at the Bria, look at the amazing science that's out there, what HaKadosh Buhu has created, nature, etc. And I'm like, I asked Rav Davidovich, I don't understand, why are they trying to sell to me Yiddishkeit? All I have to do is learn Torah. You see the infinite wisdom involved in Torah. That's good enough for me. So Rav Davidovich said to me, you're right, but that's enough to affect the mind. But as we said in previous, previous Divrei Torah, it's not enough to affect the mind. HaKadosh Buch created us with a mind and a heart. And to be emotionally driven, you also have to see with your eyes things and it will affect you in a different way. But at the end of the day, yes, everywhere you look, you'll see this idea of structure, unity, organization. Everything is organized and that is again a proof that Kadish created the world. It's so obvious and you can always, and in, in, in Torah Sasoid, in Kabbalah, you see this all the time. Ask Mikubalim, they will tell you, you see it all the time, that everything is the same. As the Das Tvunus, the Ramchal, says, everything will lead to the same endpoint that is one creator. Because everything is the same structure. You don't need to give, go far. You see this idea in the DNA in our own bodies. Every cell is composed of the same DNA. You see this structure, unity. Just like in Triasamesim, you see that everything, the Chazal tell us everything is going to get totally dissolved and decayed. And then eventually it'll all come back up. Where do you see the same in our world? You see that every time you plant a seed for a tree. At first glance, it looks like everything's out of here. It gets decayed in the ground, but yet, right after, it starts growing from scratch. And again, that's the idea of Yerida L'Shem Aliyah. You see, all these concepts are all the same. It's such an amazing thing, and it's such so blatantly obvious that there is one creator to the world, that Kodesh Bur created us, and that's why we have to take this important lesson that we have to be organized. There's another story, true story, that this reminds me of and hence the picture that you saw in the email. There was an amazing orchestra. And as we know, orchestra has many, many different kalim. There's a violin and a guitar and a piano. And there's the biggest expert that came to listen to this orchestra. And they brought him in and he listened. And everyone that was there thought it was 
Mamish, incredible. It was unbelievable. The harmony, the unison, psh, amazing. And then they interviewed this person. Unfortunately, I don't remember. It was a while ago already that I said that I heard this story. And they interviewed him and, and they said, wasn't it amazing? What do you have to say about it? And he was like the biggest expert. And he said, yes, it was very nice, but I have to be honest with you. I felt like there was something missing. I can't put my finger on it, but I felt like there was something missing. Everyone thought, what? That was the most beautiful thing we heard. And they looked into it. They started to see because they knew he was the biggest expert. And indeed, they found that there was one violinist out there that was sick that day, and hence he was absent. And that made the world of a difference. You see from here, again, this, this sheds the light on this idea that when everyone's working, everyone's doing what their responsibility is, there is this idea on the communal level of being organized. And it's so imperative, also on the personal level. Today, tomorrow, we're finishing the Daf Yoimi from Aseches Soita. And in Daf Mem Tesamud Aleph, where we're holding, it says that every day in the future, close to Mashiach times, every day will be worse than the day before. And what's going to save the world from totally being de destroyed? So Rava tells us, it's the Sidra being Mesudal, organized, and having this, having this idea of day in, day out saying Kedusha and Amen Yishmei Rabbah. But at the end of the day, the emphasis of the word over here is Seder, being organized, being consistent. And you see from here, says the Rav Ove, in his uh, famous Sefer Al Eshu, Daf Samech Zayin and Chelik Aleph, he says, "You see, the whole world to continue to exist is talui besdorim, and it's dependent on this consistency, this organized way of living. And then, since it is imperative, you see all the time, Chazal tells us from all different perspectives how imperative it is to live an organized life where your day is structured." The beautiful thing about Yiddishkeit is everything is so structured. Whoever learns Gemara Be'iyun and brings it down to the Halacha, there isn't such a thing that two values meet and it's a tie game. There's no such a thing. There's, it's, there's a very clear hierarchy. Also with people, there's Kohen, then there's Levi, then there's Israel. And any two concepts also that collide, there's always an infrastructure, a hierarchy. As opposed to what my Rebbe, Ravi Sual Arnon Shlita said, I think I heard it eight years ago. He said, that's a difference. Someone that doesn't have Torah values, then he has a major problem on his hands. Why? Because of course he has a set of values if he's a normal person. And he brings up his kids, brings his kids up with values. The problem is that it's more of a flat structure. It, there's no hierarchy. And hence, the kid, for example, this is the example he always gave us. For example, he has all kinds of sets of values in his pocket. So he has... Yes, you should honor your parents. That's obvious. The Torah tells us even, even Tol Goyim do that. As the Gemara brings several stories of that. On the other hand, the kid also has, instead of not only to honor your parents as a value, but there's another value which we all know is very imperative. And that is to be independent. You have to ensure your kid grows up to be independent. They're also always dependent on you. So then what can happen? I'll give you the following story. A person does, a kid does something not 100%, not so good. So the father gets upset, gives him a punishment. No, you're not going on the school trip this year. Then what happens? The kid is faced with a dilemma. On the one hand, I have a way of going despite that my parents don't want me to go. 
but that would be defying the value that's intrinsic within me, which is honoring my parents. On the other hand, wait a second over here. I know that there's another value out there called independent, to be independent. I want to be independent. So what does he do? He goes into his pocket, grabs the value of independent, being independent, independence, and says, I'm going, but I'm going because it's the value of being independent. That causes confusion. When it's not clear and there's no clear demarcation, who wins when and what value should, should proceed in every case, that causes chaos. And that is why the Torah was created like that and that's what the Torah in our Parsha gives us all this information, this detailed information, ensuring we understand the importance of structure and organization. And, and all the, in a safer called Tnua Samusa, where it explains the, the ways of Rav Zundel Zatzal Misalant, it says that the most basic idea in Chinuch is not only giving values, but also having menuchas nefesh and seder v'derech eretz. And that is imperative because that will ensure that they pave, they pave their path to HaKadosh Buch and Avodah Hashem in the proper manner. I'll just end off when, when, when him himself, Rav Zundel Zatzal Misalant, went to visit his son Reb Zev, Reb Nachum Zev, when he was still a bachor, and he was learning in the city called Ishishuk, that was right next to Vilna. They, they, they say a story over that when he went there, he didn't ask him questions in Torah or in all kinds of other questions to see where he's holding. But the only thing he really cared about is, let's look at his suitcase. How is his suitcase? What does it look like? And he saw everything was very nicely tucked and organized and folded. And he realized, ah, from here at Segilwe, I can see he's doing well. Because the Seder organization... It starts off with the little things. Abzunda Misalan says it starts off with the small things. How do you stand? Do you have proper posture? Are you walking in a paced manner? Do you have finesse? Are your shoelaces tied? Are your shirts tucked? It seems like these are things, who cares? That's just chitzonius. It's only external appearance. Who cares? That's what I thought before I prepared this Torah, but after working on this Torah, and looking into the depths of it, I realized what Chazal are trying to portray to us in the Torah, the Heilige Torah. No, it's not just Chitzonius. It's actually Gilu, it reveals where the person is holding in Pneumius. When you're organized, that means you're ready to go, and you're able to reach heights, because you'll be able to be focused in your Avodah Hashem. But when your house is all clumsy and everything is everywhere it's a lot harder to be over the shem of course we can never judge anyone where they're holding because everyone starts with a different set of default settings and everyone has their avoida that we'll do our best to work on this idea of being misudar being organized that we'll be able to maximize our potential in avoida sashem have an incredible shabbos Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, prismoftorah.com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.